Welcome back to another episode of It's a Bane's Life. Um, it's your girl, Mose Isi, here. Again, with another episode. Thank you for coming back. Um, I've got two new guests with me today. Um, if you guys would like to introduce yourself. Yeah, so my name is Barbara, and I am a broadcast journalist. Hi, guys. My name is Sandra, and... Yeah. <laughs> um, both these lovely girls are my cousins. So yeah, yeah. Know, we we all in the family. Yeah. So um thank you guys for coming on with me today. Thanks and, for um, having us. So I right. and um we're gonna discuss a topic that's actually currently out and about. Well, first of all, let's start off with how are you guys doing? How was quarantine? I personally live in my best life during this quarantine. I can't even lie. Like being able to work from home because I'm based in the UK and then I came over. Um, so I'm back home in Ireland now before I have to go back for work because I'm classified as a key essential worker. So I'm kind of dreading going back to work. I can't even lie. I'm literally enjoying the time off. Sleep when you want, eat when you, eat when you want, and that's it. That's all I do and repeat. I know, it's mad. What about you, Sandra? Um, for me, it's been, I've been enjoying it too, to be honest. Um, I was in the middle of looking for a new job um, in March, so I've technically not been working since March. Finished uni, five good long years of uni, and now I get like, I don't know how many months of a break, which is great because I never actually had a break. <laughs> so this is like a mini holiday for me. Yeah, I know what you mean, guys. I, to be honest, I'm feeling the same. Even though I've, I'm working from home because I'm classified as a key essential worker as well, and um, I've come back to live with my auntie um, mm. because I was on my own in my house. Yeah, and she was like, "Oh, don't be on your own. Come here, stay with us." So it's been good, but actually, I'm, I'm partially thinking it. If they like release lockdown a little bit here in the UK next week I might just say can I go home because I was really I was really enjoying solitude you know (laughs) my house was clean every day I've learned to realize sorry I've learned to realize that I'm I'm loving my own I'm loving my own company and my own space I'm the same I love my own space and my own company as well I'm not really um I was never really one for going out anyway so lockdown is literally my life minus having to physically go to work and now I can do the work at home that I was I know I can't I can't lie though when I can't lie though when I can't wait for a good night out though which won't be happening until like October Halloween I'm planning Halloween outfits now like that's how (laughs) that's how it is honestly I'm planning Halloween outfits killer Halloween outfits now well you know i go to different types of parties to you sandra so i am 
I am missing some of my parties, not gonna lie, mm-hmm. but I am enjoying solitude and being at home. Although I'm now on breakfast duty, so most of my work colleagues, I've got Webex on one side and I've got the toaster going and tea going and the milk going for breakfast because I do the kids' breakfast <laughs> in the morning. Oh, and yeah, it's great. They're, they're all involved in my daily work. <laughs> You're nice. So, yeah. But yeah, it's good. Homeschooling, though, I feel really sorry for my cousin. I think she might have to repeat primary school. Because really? I ain't got, I don't know what is going on when they give lessons, man. You were doing the homeschooling. Oh yeah, my God. Me and my cousin, and um, yeah, I feel sorry for her, to be honest. <laughs> oh, she was excelling in school, but I don't know what's going to happen in September. <laughs> yeah, I feel sorry for the people who are like, you know, in their final year of like primary school and yeah. then they have to go into like, um, I just, oh. what do they call it in the UK? Like secondary, they have to go into like secondary school or um, high school. Yeah, they have to, like last year primary school going into secondary school and they can't see all their friends again as well. Like they don't, yeah. even, they didn't even get a chance to say um, goodbye. Sign t-shirts like we used to do. Mm. yeah like that's those were the memories like i still have my t-shirt you know and remember we used to make like um pretty much like a well not yearbook but like a postcard like a final postcard yeah they used to stick it in your like yearbook yeah i remember that to be fair i don't think many people signed my shirt when i was in primary school but that was probably because most of us went to the same secondary school so we knew we were going to see each other like it was kind of one of those uh, primary yeah. schools that is attached to another secondary school but then we did go to an all-girls secondary school from a mixed primary school so and the boys were kind of idiots anyway so I didn't want them touching me <laughs> my mom told me if a boy oh my god yeah that's quite pregnant. a change that's quite a change from like a mixed going into and um, like an all-girls because usually because we went from an all-girls primary into a mixed secondary school yeah really yeah. yeah, which I, I think was... is quite rare for like an all girls primary school, isn't it? It's a bit like, whoa. Yeah. Christ. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I like... went I went from Catholic school to like the nunnery, like literally taught by nuns. I'm oh sure God. if Sister T ever hears this, who went to retire in Kenya because I was too troublesome. <laughs> I I really love you and I miss you and I hope you keep in safe, Sister T. That's why I used to call her Sister T. And this woman used yeah, to cry T. at the sight of me every day because I just oh. was not listening. We had one nun in our secondary school, Sister Concepta. Concepta. She was the lady. Yeah. What's her name? Jesus. <laughs> oh my God. She was a strict woman. <laughs> wow. Uh, uh, but it was it was good times, in it? But hopefully we get back to normal at some point, and yeah. like this quarantine business can end. Because I do know that even though we're enjoying our solitude, we can still choose to do that after quarantine. Whereas there are people out here who really do need that human connection kind of a thing. So yeah. they're probably really struggling. So hopefully they all get there. But we won't dwell too much on them. Um, good old um the case of coronavirus at the moment because that's just too depressing <laughs> but there is that word <laughs> there is a topic i do want to discuss this week and it's about colorism 
Okay. And I'm sure that us as black girls have probably experienced colorism at some point in our lives. I know I have. Um, but in particularly um, about the article and the tweets that cir- circulated last week and the week before um, on Twitter, um, in particularly with Nella Rose. So, Barbara, I think I, you know about the story. Sandra, how much do you know about it? Um. I think I know, I think I've been filled in, I think. <laughs> uh, I so Barbara, you're, you're the, you're the one that does the newscasting, so why don't you break yeah. it down for us? Yeah. So basically, um, a group of, I'm going to call them influencers, because that's what they are. So Twitter influencers and um, influencers on Instagram, YouTubers, Nella Rose and another girl called Only Bells and a good few others as well and um, yeah. tweets had circulated from um, their past so they had made comments about black skinned women um, years ago when they were about like what 15, 14, 16 and these, and these came out mm, almost like two weeks ago now and there was obviously a lot of backlash in particularly for Nella Rose um, she is a black YouTuber talking about like loving yourself, empowerment, um, and everyone said that her main demographic is black women. So when these tweets came out, um, she was basically um, just saying like just really nasty stuff, like just kind of uh, just basically saying like not nice things, like you know black people are too dark and all this kind of crap, you know, like. So um, she came out and apologised um, for what she was saying, saying she never meant to, obviously, um, she didn't mean to cause harm, she was young then, she didn't know what she was saying, and people were basically outraged because her main demographic is black, young females, and she's all about empowerment and stuff. And another YouTuber, same thing, and one of the YouTubers, Only Bells, now she's actually light-skinned, and she was coming for black people, so obviously people were like, what you, how could you, you're saying that from you're basically saying that black people are lower than you in a sense. Mm. So that's basically, yeah, and loads of YouTube or influencers. I think Alani, Alani as well, the um, relationship expert, she came out and said some stuff as well. And everyone was just saying that, where, where did this hatred for black women come from? Like, where did that stem from? Like, why are we calling ourselves gorillas? You're too dark, you're charcoal you're this you're that like yeah but the thing is yeah and I'm not I'm not sticking up for Nella Rosen particularly or anything I'm saying that what she did was wrong but I completely stand by Nella 100% she's one of my favorite youtubers I think if it wasn't for her I don't think I ever would have discovered some of the other youtubers that I follow Mm -hmm. um But at the same time, we need to also remember where we're coming from. I mean, she was, in particular, with some of her tweets, she was actually 12 when she made those tweets. At 12 years old, we're not even meant to be on the internet. Like, I didn't have Twitter at 12. Did you have Twitter? Are you sure she was 12, though? I don't think she was 12. Yeah, she was. In her video, she came out and apologised and said she was 12. It was, like, between 12 and 14 or something. How old are these women now? They're, like, 23, 22. Yeah. Okay, so that's like quite a few years back then. Yeah. Mm. Like, I'm not saying that what they've done is right. I'm not saying what they've done is is definitely wrong. That's for sure. It is definitely wrong. However, um, 
we also have to remember that like if we go back 10 years and I was 17 then so if we go back 10 years I wasn't too keen on black people Mm. because I grew up in a predominantly white area and anytime I did come around um, I remember asking my mom why why are black people always fighting each other because yeah. like do you remember when they'd see each other on the street and they were yeah. shouting and, and it I- literally sounds like a fight <laughs> and I'm just like and obviously we're, we're taught to be so conservative especially growing up in Ireland and have your yeah. indoor voice and we're not really loud mm-hmm. you see that and you think well why are you lot shouting like you've just been released <laughs> from the zoo like what's wrong with you but obviously growing up now I understand that that that's part of our culture that's part of who we are and I actually talk like that most of the time when I'm but around other black people but the thing with stuff like that though Alesh like when we're saying like why are you guys shouting we're not collectively saying like why are those black people shouting yeah why I know between black skin and light skin like obviously when we're young but we're I like, think that even goes people. further back from Africa because even if you watch like if you look back to even like music when we were much younger like African music yeah it was all light-skinned girls that were dancing in the videos yeah and that's true come out and say they only like light-skinned women I mean look at all the bleaching products women can buy to bleach their skin and look they're still China. selling to, yeah China went to Nigeria and she's already light like she she is light as day, right? And she's selling bleaching cream to probably exactly. the Nigerian market. Exactly. This is it. Like, there's still people today who are still selling that narrative of being light-skinned is better. And I think being light-skinned, because then if we look at, like, mixed-race kids, they were more accepted than darker-skinned people. And it's almost like if you're light-skinned, you're kind of almost in that club rather than you're actually black because mm. I've experienced colorism where people will look at me and go you're really dark and I don't even think I'm that dark like my family would actually say I'm very light-skinned yeah. some of them like naturally but there are people out there who would say oh my god is you're really dark mm. and I, don't it's just I don't think I've actually maybe there has been a time but I don't think I've experienced I've definitely experienced it in work because being in work and being, I'm quite dark. <laughs> like, I am quite dark and I'm proud of it, no problem. But be, uh, going to work and like working in Wales and obviously they don't get many, you know, yeah. people here, especially in North Wales as well. So um, working in the hospital, like I had one patient that used to just yell abuse at me. And then the nurse um, that's been working there for I don't know how many years a few years she said do you not know that sh- you need to stop calling you know stop calling her names do you not know I'm black as well and it's very offensive to me that you're calling her names and then you you don't realize that I'm you know you know part of the origin ethnicity that yeah. she's well and the the lady the, the patient literally just looked at her and just laughed in her face and said haha what are you on about kind of thing like not realizing this lady is mixed race yeah <laughs> Oh it's God. so strange. It is crazy, isn't it? Yeah. How that can happen because um, my ex-partner was mixed race, mm. but she was far more accepted yeah. in open spaces than what I would be. Like we would go to places um, 
like together and people would ask me if I have the rights to be in the UK <laughs> oh my god actually it's- you know what, I, you know what I, I can't stand oh my god wow where are you from okay from Ireland no yeah. no no you're really from-, from no problem you know African Nigeria wow you got great English yeah excuse me <laughs> That I used to get that all the time. You speak like, really good English. Mm-hmm. What? Like, I was raised. I can't even tell you I've spent three months in Nigeria ever in my life. Like, I was full on raised in Ireland on a farm milking cows. Like, I am as Irish as they get. My passport says Irish. Like, exactly. So when people tell me, well, no, but where are you really from? I just keep going further. I'm like, well, the Republic of Ireland. <laughs> I remember Core. I remember doing that a lot working in retail as well. I remember I worked yeah. for quite a big um, designer brand and um this man came into the store. He's looking for a handbag for his wife and he just stops in the middle and he goes, Wow, you are so exotic looking. And I just stood there what? like What? What? Am I exotic in the jungle? <laughs> I'm sorry, but this is twenty. What was it? This is 2019. Like, come on, you are so exactly. exotic. Where are you from? And then he was like, "Wow, your English is amazing." And I'm like, "Sorry, what?" <laughs> like, mate, I'm more Irish than you. Okay, exactly. <laughs> oh and if God. you think about all the things that we used to be sold as young girls, like we had to have her, our hair done, we mm-hmm. had to like. I mean, I have been doing natural hair now for as long as I can remember, probably <laughs> since the start of my 20s. But growing up, you had to relax your hair because you wanted to be straight and nice yeah. because there was no way you could go to school with a fuzzy afro. People would be thinking <laughs> you're one of the Jacksons or something. like. So we do have to understand When I was that, growing like, up, though... Sorry, Alana, go on. No, go on. <laughs> go I on. say that when I grew up, though... I couldn't handle the pain of getting my hair done. So I ended up getting jerry curls. Like a little afro all throughout primary school. And then it wasn't until I went to secondary school. I was like, no, I want nice hair. Like even from a younger year, like, no, I want nice hair. Nice like hair. straight hair, like even braids if I could. Or you know the pick and drop where they braid a little bit and leave the yeah. rest straight. Like that's what I wanted. And that's what I would consider nice hair. Because you could brush it and it was nice and long and you kind of looked like the African girls. Why is there a black hat circulating the car? <laughs> <laughs> why? Why? That cat needs to go away. That cat needs to leave. I don't like you circulating the car, mate. But um, yeah, like even from a young age, we were kind of institutionalized to believe that, you know, being darker than what, the black person naturally already was was problematic mm-hmm. and I remember mm-hmm. people saying to me like oh if I turn the lights off will, will I even be able to see you or will it just be your teeth if you smile like <laughs> why why is that okay but then at the same time I was also one of the people who would mock other black girls who were darker than me because it was that finally the, the attention is not on me mm-hmm. I mean obviously I didn't have twitter to put it up on there and that was still wrong anyway to say it regardless yeah. however we all kind of had this self-hate for each other because that's how we were told this black love black empowerment women can do whatever they want to do 
that's only come about in the last couple of years and it is because of people like Nella Rose or Lonnie that all have used their platforms to empower people given that we can't excuse what they've done but we have to understand that everybody is allowed to make mistakes in life that's they've true. apologized for it and the fact that like black twitter is saying that they're gonna cancel um Nella Rose I think is wrong I particularly changed my Twitter at handle to stand by her because I don't believe that she should be cancelled. Um, she has deactivated her Twitter account. We don't know if she's going to be coming back. I hope her friends speak to her and see what she says about now, that. Now, the thing, I won't, I won't lie to you though, right? right? There was only probably maybe two out of influencers or her so-called friends in the public sphere that yeah. actually came out and defended her when all yeah. this was coming along, right? So I remember we had Patricia Bright saying, no, Nella, blah, blah, blah. We had Mary and Musa sharing a picture going, no, Nella's not like this, blah, blah, blah. And yeah. everyone else was radio silent. And yeah. I'm sorry, but if that is your friend and they are getting, like, she was getting death threats, okay? Everyone was saying stuff about her mom who passed away, which is just I know, that's, that's wrong. And that's where they crossed the line. Yeah. But I'm sorry, but where were her friends when she was getting abused on Twitter at the time? Like, it's all well and good saying, oh my God, Nella's deactivated now. Like, Nella Rose Stan, Nella Rose this, Nella Rose that. But I'm sorry, but like, it's like a fire. I'm so, like, I don't even know how to compare the two, but I'm saying, where were those people when she I know, but the, the thing is, as well, okay, yes, I understand that. Where were those people when she was getting death threats? But we don't know. She might have been having a conversation with them in the background. Because the thing is, it's almost like when it comes to black twitter yeah it's like if it's not on twitter it didn't happen mm. like everybody's waiting for it to physically be on twitter people are waiting for for her friends to at her and say we're here for you but they might be doing that silently like these people are not just friends on social media they are best friends they hang out together they come on each other's platforms on a regular basis you know mm. i might go onto a video because I see Nella Rose, but actually it's not even her channel, it's somebody else's channel that I'm yeah. watching it on, because that's the person who's posted it, but they're, they're that close of a friend that it just amalgamates into one, so we don't know if this conversation was happening in the background, saying, so yeah, like, oh, you know, we're here for you, don't worry, we stand for you, and then obviously when it got to the point where she felt like she had to deactivate her Twitter account, that um, people decided that, no, this isn't fair, like, we can't let this happen to be fair i came to the party late she don't know me anyway so even if i tweeted her i don't think she knows who the hell i am but <laughs> either way i still stand by you girl if you listen i stand by you okay but um i agree that she's made some mistakes i think she's definitely she's learned from them before they even resurfaced because that's, she's not she's not giving that message right now at, at all but this should be an eye-opener for any influencer and stuff. I'm sorry, exactly. but you should be able to be scrolling through your tweets. If you see something that is offensive, delete it, get rid of it. Every exactly. Someone in the public eye, it's like X Factor. You know when they go on and this person said this nasty thing and this person said this nasty thing about whoever. I'm sorry, but where is your, like, obviously, like what she said was wrong. She apologized. Everyone really should move on because cancel culture, exactly. cancel culture is toxic. But at the same exactly. time, responsibility needs to be held. I'm sorry, to the person who said it, the managers and the people involved in her whole like business, like they should yeah. be the ones protecting her, you know? 
definitely. I think she's come out with a statement. She said she's sorry. I genuinely believe that she's sorry. And to be honest, the first I heard of it, because I've been working quite a lot anyway and getting things and other stuff. So I came a bit late to the whole Twitter, what happened on Twitter. It was actually her apology video that drove me back to Twitter to see what was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, but in her apology, she was really sincere. She talked about where she was in her life um, and what she was talking about. Now, obviously, we grew up in Ireland, so... We didn't really have this whole problem with Somalis because that seemed to be like a real thing here in the UK at some point where Mm. black people, there was like black people and then Somalis, like they were just seen as different. And she made some comments about them as well. But I also don't think it's fair that she's the only one that's been dragged so far when all of them have done something. I think with social media, yeah, I think once something like that surfaces, people want to see you fall. Yeah. They want to see you fall, whether it's the smallest thing and whether it's whether you've made an apology and, you know, you've, you've taken responsibility for what you've said or what you've done. But people want to see you fall. And that's just that's just a social media lifestyle. Yeah, because they're like, we built you up. They're like, we built you up so we can easily take you down. And yeah. that's it crazy thing about social media so you have to be really careful about you know hopefully this is a learning point for everyone that's on social media that they can you know like the barber said you know scroll you got to have your whoever your pr your manager <laughs> whoever scrolling through your tweets or tweets um looking back at you know your different social media platforms and then just seeing like oh should i keep that should i delete that that was a few years ago it might resurface you know let me get rid of it and it's just yeah. to have responsibility just be a better person because yeah. and I'm not saying and we're not saying that if somebody deletes a tweet that they think it might be problematic in the future that they're hiding okay. what they've done yeah, yeah it's not okay but at the same time <laughs> this cancel culture we need to stop bringing each other down mm. at the same time because I feel like I think like there was people waiting in the wings kind of like for something to come up and now that that because thing has come has up the they time. think yeah, what's the time to be scrolling through or like searching whoever stream? I'm sorry, it's quarantine. People are scrolling. They are exactly drama about. Like literally, that's what it's about now. Yeah, time in the world. It's so true. It's ridiculous how people are like tweeting random stuff and like even people that are tweeting things now is just like really in this day and age are you really tweeting that but then the other thing that I don't like about this and I always say this that we within the black community in particular we hold men and women to a different standard so Stormzy has said things in the past he came out apologized everybody was like it's sweet it's Stormzy Mm. then Maya Maya Gemma has come out and said things in the past and she's kind of cancelled via twitter culture but why they both said things that are relatively on the same par they both made genuine apologies yeah. let it go you well, can't, you i don't understand you yeah i don't understand why one person's apology is more accepted than the other who is maya jones sorry maya, maya Gemma. Gemma. she's she's a She's a BBC. So is she? So she? So Stormzy obviously grew from his music and yeah. rap. So this lady just got big because she dated him. I mean, she's a presenter in her own right. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. I guess you could say that 
as a couple, they became more well-known. <laughs> yeah, okay. definitely. No, because I was just thinking, maybe it's just a thing where people accept people that have oh, i don't want i don't want to sound awful yeah but like um have like a following such as like you know if they're a musician or stuff like that whereas if you have your platform grown from like social media maybe that might be a thing where people are like oh you know they're willing to like you know bring you down yeah no, i think that- i think it's a fee i think to be honest, i think yeah the main the women because there was a lot of guys as well that said stuff and yeah. where are they like no one's coming for their neck exactly yeah no? mm-hmm. well. twitter guys as they call them but like it's just a bit ridiculous I, I mean i'm sure if i scrolled down my twitter feed i'd probably find something that was maybe not the nicest i don't know if it would ever resurface the same level as this <laughs> but maybe i don't know i might start having to look you know because mm-hmm. who knows i was saying rubbish when i was young <laughs> i was talking rubbish i don't think i, I really don't think mine's got anything on this I've i'm thinking through. though no, i'm pretty I've sure through. i've gone through my twitter looking and i'm like i haven't actually said anything offensive but i've gone through and if i've said anything i'm deleted it like i'm sorry <laughs> you, know, you never know who's coming for your downfall like sandra said exactly they, you're climbing up the ladder and people are ready to to no, you're like climbing up and people are ready to they're getting like I don't know like pitchforks and poking you yeah exactly to kind of come back down and fall again and I really do hope she comes back from this and I do believe even though her following may not be as great as it once was I do believe that if she comes back from this she will yeah she'll grow she will grow and also she'll know who her real followers are because I'm sorry if you sat here going oh she made a tweet when she was 12 therefore she's cancelled she's not cancelled honey she's still got management what are you doing (laughs) what are you doing with yourself you're in quarantine not even making money you were let go you were not even furloughed you were let go completely Uh, you know what I mean like you were actually let go so why are you even stressing about somebody else's coins that everybody's getting trying to get their coins during quarantine and there's people (laughs) rather than looking for ways to get their coins they're looking for ways to bring everybody else down you know if it's Mm -hmm. not about women dancing on Tory lanes um quarantine live it's about people who are doing only fans out what's your problem Can you everyone, find yourself a new job? Everyone has to eat, you know. Exactly. Everyone has to eat at the table. How we get to the table ain't your business. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's so true, you know. And people just—I always say, I always, I always have respect for those people that you know are called out and they come out and they say, you know what? I put I my put hands, my up hands up. Yeah, exactly. I, so I'm sorry for it. This was my reasoning at the time. I've grown yeah. from it. And this, you know, I, I hope to move on. And for people to bring them down and pull them down, I'm sorry, y'all need a slap across the head. <laughs> exactly. Silly. You all should be working from home and you're scrolling on Twitter. <laughs> Your boss gave you a laptop to work from home and you're scrolling on Twitter. <laughs> People have time nowadays. Honestly, do you know what? The funny thing is, yeah, if something like that ever happened to me, I'm not even going to lie. Somebody who, you know, tries to, contact me and says you know you did x y and z if i put my hands up and i say yeah i did it i'm sorry i grew from it blah blah blah, and you still want to come for me that's fine i'm gonna find out where you work (laughs) bring 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 (laughs) hello is this um 
LaShonda's boss. <laughs> yeah, you know the way she's been working from home? She's not been working. She was tweeting at 9.07 right through till 5.15. I don't know at what point in the day she needs to work because we are going. We are all going if that's what you want to do. We don't need to be cancelling each other. And really and truly, cancel Twitter is so toxic, but it's actually not that real because there's a lot of people who have been so-called cancelled in the Twitter culture and they're still living their life. No, but realistically, right? If Twitter was to go tomorrow, I'm sorry, half of the people I follow, I couldn't, I couldn't point them out in the street, you know? <laughs> like, I really, really couldn't. Like, if we're being real, I'm sorry, but who is only Bells? Like, never. Who is she? Actually, I don't even know who she is. To be like, honest, who is this underscore underscore who? Like, if you're all out and if you everyone was to line up, I couldn't tell you who was on Twitter who's making the funniest jokes, who's tweeting absolute crap, who's making everyone sad. Like, honestly, it's just, it's just a facade. It's not real. Like, virtual exactly. reality is not, like, reality. That makes sense. Exactly. And we just need to move away from it. And maybe it also is a sign for all those influencers who are out there, who are getting their coins, start investing in something else because this life is not sustainable. Mm. At some point, you will become old news. I mean... I can't remember the people we used to watch when we were younger. I do remember Juicy Star 07. I remember her name, but I Blair Fowler. Oh my god, yeah, I remember. Her. I, remember her, I remember her. She was a girl from like Tennessee or whatever, yeah. something down south. And now I don't. She doesn't even. She, maybe she's almost a million followers or something. But like now she's gone back to college. Really? There you go. Like, and she's making she had, all this money. Had her teenage and scandal hit. Oh my gosh, she was in a scandal too. Yeah, like everyone's in some sort of scandal and then they just wow. fall and they fall no apart. Offense. Yeah, I might be old school, but I didn't even know there was a thing as cancelled Twitter. <laughs> same, same. I only recently found out oh, there was a thing as cancelled Twitter. Because you guys are about it and I was like, Jesus, where have I been? <laughs> like, I really thought, oh wow, I'm really missing out here. <laughs> Yeah, I don't really follow cancel Twitter very much. I don't think it's a, a great platform. I'm on Twitter to have a good time, to have a laugh. And I like I'm really only ever fully active when Love Island is on anyway. Because and Love Island cancelled now, so that's exactly not so yeah, I'm only know. on it for the med Twitter people. All the hashtag med Twitter, pre med, you like that's literally me. <laughs> that's who I follow. I follow all my BAME um, gay um, Twitter guys, so I love y'all. Because you know, I I'm follow, part of that I, I, follow, I follow good. I'm a mix of like Fiat 500 Twitter and Black Twitter. <laughs> what? what is Fiat 500 Twitter, please? Because I'm on Black Twitter, but I don't know. I don't even know how I, I got onto Black Twitter, to be honest. Black Twitter is just obviously like, you know, Black people. Yeah. Fiat 500 Twitter is like, your basic not not to i'm not offending anyone now but it's like your you know like your basic white girl twitter like just kind of it's basically the opposite so it's like everyday twitter basically yeah it's basically like everyday twitter okay then i'm on fiat 500 twitter because i'm on fiat 500 twitter then that's for sure why is it called fiat 500 because just like you know like basic basic like yeah basic car yeah (laughs) Oh, okay. Like a common car. 
Sandra doesn't get it at all. She looks well confused. <laughs> the Fiat car, the Fiat hundred car is nice. No, that's not basic. <laughs> yeah, but that's basic. Like everyone, like every every, if you were in college or something or uni now, like every girl would have a Fiat five hundred with their uh, Starbucks and their Uggs. Uh, yeah, okay. Fiat okay. five hundred. <laughs> I didn't know. <laughs> and there's Stan Twitter as well. Huh? Stan Twitter. What's that? Those are the people it's like who they're hardcore fans. The, yeah, of like like Ariana Grande music. or Beyonce. You know how ah. the we're we're stands ah. for the queen. talking about Beyonce. Can we actually talk about the fact that Beyonce has basically given her seal of approval to OnlyFans? Have yeah. you guys heard her remix? You know, Queen B, I'm all for it. I'm all for it. What was she very at? like? Like she rapped, I can't remember the rap, but she mentioned OnlyFans in her Meg The Stallion um, remix, Savage. Savage remix. And, and she basically, like, oh my god, does Beyonce have an OnlyFans? Would we know if Beyonce had an OnlyFans? Like everyone was coming up with these crazy conspiracies. And I just, I just thought it was so funny. But I think <laughs> the Queen has said, yeah, if you want to go on OnlyFans, go on OnlyFans. And you know, you don't even have to sell your body on there, you can be cooking. You can sell other things. You can sell yeah. like crafts. <laughs> but everyone thinks that it's just for one thing. And it's really exactly. There's, I follow med Twitter, yeah. And one of the girls, um, pre-med students, she is on OnlyFans. And she said, girls, like, you know, don't be ashamed by joining OnlyFans. I'm on it. You know, people need to get off their high horse and do exactly. what they food on the table and that's what she's doing and apparently she, the only reason she's on it is so she can save money so she can go to med school <laughs> and she was showing people like you know how much she's making a week and i was like Woo! there is a girl in ireland or, a, um, dollars got like 30 grand a month or something like people are amazing. you know i'm genuinely considering having an only fans because i uh, i <laughs> love my body okay i have no problem showing people my body like I am the kind of person who after quarantine when everything is fine and they've sanitized the streets I'm walking naked to the city center <laughs> like I have no issue with people seeing me now for free so if I can charge you then I don't see the problem it's a win-win situation I'm single so nobody's got any issues you know and who knows who knows I could be cooking naked in my kitchen I'm a really good cook. <laughs> and I've got a banging body. I'm, I don't know what else people want. It might be my way of finding a new husband, wife, I don't know, dog. Anything. <laughs> exactly. While making money. Watch this face, guys, because I'm telling you, if quarantine keeps on going on for a little bit longer, I might have to get myself an OnlyFans. And I will put it on my Twitter that I've got OnlyFans. <laughs> literally like follow me subscribe i ain't meeting any of you though like outside of <laughs> my bedroom because you might be mad and try and kill me it's a bit a bit weird but yeah so beyonce is sealed off um only fans so i think we're all good to go that basically gives the <laughs> the seal of approval Honestly. even though she didn't say like you all have my blessing she's basically given her blessing so that's what i'm taking it as and yeah, I think yeah. we're good to go on that. <laughs> but have any of you guys been watching the Tory Lane lives? Oh no, I don't even know. I how have. To... I don't watch. 
I watched it at the beginning of um, quarantine season. Quarantine, 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 quarantine. <laughs> love Victoria Lane. Um, but I haven't been watching it recently now. I have to be honest. I what you type in? Just Tory Lane. Yeah, on Instagram, and he does like a live quarantine radio. Quarantine, quarantine. quarantine. What is? Is it quarantine radio or his name? Tory Lane's his, his name, Tory and then he Lane. does it on his on his Instagram. I got um. He does it on the IGTV. Yeah, my auntie and I have been like debating this and um follow her on Cynthia's conversation guys because we're gonna have an episode about this very soon but I'm all for it I'm all about body positivity I'm all about doing what you gotta do I'm all about if nobody's forcing you to do it and you want to do it and you're happy to do it then do it nobody can tell you what not to do and what to do with your body to your body you have autonomy over it and her argument is that there are women doing it now who weren't doing, you know, only fans or selling their bodies before. I said, yeah, but times have changed. We're in quarantine. Not everybody's job is able to be done at home. People have lost their jobs. I mean, if you look at America, for example, where a lot of these girls are from, the population of people who have filed for unemployment is the same size, is greater than the whole of Wales and the Republic of Ireland put together, population-wise. Oh that's with that. That's so two. That's two whole countries. Imagine two whole countries. Everybody filing for unemployment in that country. And let's face it, it's not as if they're going to be getting a huge amount of money from the government. That's to true. feed them compared to what they were probably earning before in a night in the club. Mm. So if they're on there doing it, what's wrong with that? Nobody's holding a gun to their head. Nobody's saying you've got to do this. The only thing I do want to say to women is, you know, the whole pouring of milk, that's thrush. Like, at the moment, yeah, we can't be going to the hospital because of coronavirus. <laughs> like, can you not give yourself thrush, please? Yeah. That's wow. my only bit. I'm shocked at all this now because I didn't know this was happening. Nah, people are, one girl got the almond milk and they were like, oh, that's expensive milk. <laughs> yeah. Organic almond milk, pouring it on herself. And oh my God, it was just so funny. Mm. A girl last night had chocolate on her bum and then she like put creme fraiche. And I was like, Ew. 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 I, 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 I like me a good bum twerking, okay? I can't lie. You know? I'm all for it because I'm enjoying it. I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> However, I don't know if you need to be putting creme fresh near your fufu, okay? That's mm. a bit dangerous because right now, we can't be going to the hospital for nothing except for coronavirus. Honestly. And you don't want to be giving yourself a thrush that's so bad, you got to be <laughs> hospitalized and then come out with coronavirus to then go back again. We don't <laughs> want that. So all I'm going to say is be safe. <laughs> don't put things near your areas that don't, don't need to waste be put food. there. Don't waste <laughs> food. Exactly. Don't waste food. But in terms of doing your thing, regardless of whether you were, you know, in that industry before or not, that's irrelevant. If you want to do it and you know the consequences of you going up there that, you know, you might get booed off, mm -hmm. so be it. 
do it. Who cares? Live your best oh, life. We're in nope. quarantine. Anyway. <laughs> Honestly. Oh my God. It's actually... Some people just take it too far though on quarantine radio. Yeah, some people are a bit mad. I ain't gonna lie. They just take it a bit too like, far. You know when you're enjoying you're like, woo, quarantine, quarantine. And then you're just like, they just take it a bit too far. You're like, mm, no need mm, for that, girl. Yeah, do you need to do out. that? But yeah. So guys, tell me what's it like being in Ireland, my hometown in North Wales. Obviously, I'm in South Wales compared yeah. to you, Sandra. It's dead over here. It's the same well, thing. I'm working in the southwest of the country, so I'm only here during quarantine. And I have to go back. But yeah, um, I normally work in the southwest as well, in Bristol. So far, Ireland's been grand. I mean, it's very different. Obviously, hearing everyone's accents again is quite nice. It feels like you're actually. Yeah, I miss the Irish accent. I've made her a list of things to bring me back home: some Irish butter, because we don't yes. get Irish butter in the UK. <laughs> very true. Very true. Oh, now that I know that you've got a, Sandra's given you a list. I'll give yeah. you a list as well. Oh, my mom's gonna, my Barbara's gonna have like some. Uh, she got an Afro, 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 what is it? Afro food list as well, ready for yeah. me. Oh my god, I need proper stuff, man. Yeah. <laughs> lacking. I'm sorry, it's proper lacking. It is. It is crazy. <laughs> What's going on? But yeah, is there anything else you guys want to talk about while we're here? Considering this is my first time being on a podcast. Sorry? This is my first time on a podcast. I've enjoyed it. Me too. I was a bit Aww. nervous at the beginning. I'm not going to lie. I'm pretty sure they will all hear my voice in the beginning. And then afterwards, I was like, okay, I'll get used to this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, but thank you guys for coming on the show. I have got some other guests coming as well later on. Um, <laughs> so hopefully we keep getting more guests and you guys will come back. Yeah, yeah definitely. happy and, to come and, and speak on something else as well in the future. And obviously, this podcast is for not just for Bane people, but also Bane people within the LGBTQ community because I am part of that community as well. But it is also open to just talking about Bane things as well and just LGBT things as well because a lot of the times people think that they're um, two separate things and that they never come together and actually. There's a whole host of us who are in boat boats trying mm-hmm. to just figure out life, okay? So yeah. Twitter cancel culture, you need to go because we don't have time for you. Okay? <laughs> we're, we're all trying to like live here and you're just stressing people out, realistically. Honestly. We don't need this. But yeah, I hope that has helped everybody there's going to be a lot of people talking about it obviously um in the coming week i know aloni i listened to her podcast um earlier on and she made a statement at the beginning of her podcast apologizing as well and at the end of the day we live and we let them we also have to think about what these ladies have brought to the table and how they've made themselves known and how much they do empower other women yeah. empowerment it's can well- only come from you learning from yourself so we have to make those mistakes to be able to say you know what we can rise above this definitely i agree with that completely it's all about learning experience you know like you only get you only get one chance in this thing called life right and like we're all going to make mistakes like no one's perfect at the end of the day like sandra said you can only put your hands up and say you know what i'm sorry i've learned from this and it won't happen again and everyone moves on exactly but I think this has been, I feel like in a normal world, 
um, this whole situation has been dragged because people are bored. Like it's been dragged yeah. out longer. If we yeah. weren't in quarantine, everyone would have, we would have stopped talking about this. Do you know kind of way? Exactly, yeah. But like, uh, probably that a day didn't or two later. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> and I think also for like media that the person who um, wrote about the story, they got to find something to do, you know? Exactly. So she's just trying to get coins as well. So Everyone we, we uh, just trying, trying to get to the eat. We all just trying to secure the bag, okay? Exactly. <laughs> we all just need to secure the bag. So I'm going to start me and only fans, okay? Yeah. <laughs> Beyonce has approved, honey. <laughs> exactly. All I need now is for Rihanna to come out and approve. Once Rihanna approves, we're That's we're it. It's over for us. It's over. <laughs> international. Don't tell my mom because she'll kill me, but whatever. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, we need to stop selling the narrative to women that we can only do, we can only be empowered and be feminist in a certain way. And that doesn't involve our bodies. At the end of the day, we are selling something every time we go to work, whether that be our brains to do something, our hands, if we're working in a job that, you know, involves us to be physical, we're selling something to get something back at the end of the day. And if your body is your best asset, go for it, women, go for it is what I'd say. Coolio. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's it for the t- um for today's um chat. Thank you guys for coming again. Plug your socials so everybody knows where to find you guys if you want to yeah. be followed. You guys can follow me. I'm a reporter too, so I only treat re- I only tweet real news, not fake news. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter, guys. Barbara underscore underscore George. That is B-A-R-B-A-R-A underscore underscore G-E-O-R-G-E. Yes, follow your girl. <laughs> uh, y'all, you, you guys are just going to have to read it in the description bar or something. There's no, it's going out on podcast, girl. There's no, you got to say it. No, don't you, don't you have a little No, thingy? no, just say it. Just say it. <laughs> people, I can remember it. That's people are the listening their ears, not reading. I don't know what mine is. Oh, Sandra. Send it to me and I'll, I'll put it on the um, thing before I po- post up the... the um... My words are gone. I, I'm losing the <laughs> ability yeah, to speak in quarantine. Send it to me and I will put it up before I post the actual um, podcast is what I meant to say. And you guys can follow your girl, Musa Issy. I am your host. Um, So you can find me on Musa underscore Issy, which is M-O-S-E underscore I-S-S-I-E. Or you can go on and or you can go on to It's a Bames Life on all um, social media so that is Facebook Twitter Instagram it's a Bames life all to get um, all one word no space I know the grammar is terrible but that's what that's what Insta, Insta said we can't be putting spaces and be doing proper English so that's how it is guys sorry but follow me and let us know what topics you want us to discuss if you want to come and be a part of my show then by all means drop me a message you can email me at itsabameslife at gmail.com or just dm me on one of my social media outlets and i will get back to you asap because i'm working from home okay well we all know what working from home means (laughs) 
All right, but yeah, thank you. It's been a great show, and thank you guys for coming on again. And Thanks for we'll see you guys. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Bye.